Hello and welcome to Dino Bros, the official reacts of your Dynamo faithful. We'll be bringing you post-game reactions with no analysis, all emotions, all season long. I'm your host, Manny Farseer, and holding it down with me tonight is your favorite Dynamo faithful host, the Sinski Man. Our Houston Dynamo just lost to Minnesota 2-1 at home, and I'm quacking depressed. Sinski, <laughs> how are you feeling, bro? Man, disappointed. That first half, I just, I feel like we should have walked away from that first half with three goals minimum. And it's a 0 0 at halftime. And I just, I had this, this feeling that that was going to bite us in the butt. I sent, a, I sent a message in the text group saying, if our center backs can stay solid, we'll be okay and we'll win this game. But man, it, it kind of all just broke down. Ah, just disappointed, disappointed. Siski, I'm not going to lie. It is getting harder and harder for me to do a podcast about a team that sucks. Uh, <laughs> I'm from Houston area, and I um, am Houston sports all the way through, and soccer is my number one sport on top of everything. But these guys are making it harder and harder for me to want to talk about them week in, week out, honestly. I you know, I predicted a, a, ten, a top or a 10th place finish at the beginning of the season, I don't know why I'm getting my hopes up uh, because I'm just doing it to myself. I already picked a non-playoff spot, but then I think it's Jake. I think it's Jake. Jake hypes me up. I think it's you too. You hype me up and you guys get me all going. I'm like, yeah, we can do this. And then it's just a letdown from uh, from there. 2-1 at home. You know, we started this season so well at, at protecting our home. And yeah. I feel like it's just really gone downhill since like maybe the international break. The first international break, it, it just like we, I, I don't know. I felt like we've lost it since then. I want to say something about that. That first goal is at, so that first goal scored, uh, I think in, in the extra time, um, we were doing pretty well. So uh, Hector gets hurt and I sent this to the text group. This was at 820. I sent, this is some unlucky stuff that would happen to us and they get a goal before half. That was before they got the goal. At 8.25, I send a message that says, quack, quack, quack. <laughs> and I'm like, that was it. I, I, I felt like it was going to happen just because that seemed like something so dynamo. And Hector was on the pitch again by the time that goal was scored. So it wasn't because we were down and playing with only 10 men. Right. But it was because the, that, that incident happened. That, that extra time, it lasted longer than it would have if he hadn't gotten hurt by our own player, by the way. I mean, it was his own doing, kind of. He's the one that jumped up, and he landed on the back of Fafa. It wasn't Fafa's fault. Yeah. But I, it just, I felt like this this is what happens to Dynamo, is that something unlucky is going to happen here. We, they were either going to score because we had 10 men on the pitch, or they scored because there was more extra time at the end of half. And this is exactly what happened. And it just felt like the most dynamo thing to happen yeah it really did well we have to stay faithful manny we have to stay faithful i know i know do you see how close we are though i mean that first half zero one at the end but i i swear we could have scored multiple times the thor shot fafa had several breakaways and glenn davis asked a question that i've just been like screaming all game is why does he always turn away from goal on the breakaways why does that happen to him every time he's like ah oh, man and then he scores that that rocket at the end Ugh. it's like fafa how many opportunities have you had to bring us in the game 
with time left and then a 75th minute goal, something like that. And yeah, 85th. 85th minute. Is that late? It felt yes. like there was a little more time than that. Okay. <laughs> and scores that goal. And I'm just like, just too late. And I mean, Hector Herrera had a shot where the ball was taken at his feet in the middle of the box. You know, like I said, Thor. Thor had a couple chances. Thor had that open header in the second half. Um, and why isn't Sebis starting? Are you kidding me? Seven Bro. goals and what? Two or three assists this season. And I just feel like we're handicapping him by by giving him 45 minutes to play. And oftentimes he's coming on the pitch when we're down. That's not yeah. when you want your star striker to come onto the pitch. Yeah. You, you know, he needs time to get into the game. And I, I sent a text out this afternoon to everybody saying that we haven't seen Sebas and DQ play well together. But they played pretty well in that, that 45 minute span. Yeah. And. I just wonder what could have been in that first half where we had so many shots, so many chances. If a guy who is pretty naturally good at finishing, probably our best finisher, in my opinion, um, on quick shots and quick chances. Yeah. Uh, if he if he's on that pitch there. So it's just just one of those like games where what could have been And Minnesota played so well midweek against Everton. I thought we had that going for us because they might be tired. Yeah, I thought they were going to be tired. They were down four starters, Sinski. They were down yeah. four starters away from home, and they still beat us. I, I'm not I'm not Naga out. I want to be clear on that. I, I think that we are better than we were last season, and really that's all we could ask for, honestly. I feel like that's all we could ask for. And again, I think I'm just putting too much hype in the idea that we could actually make playoffs and that's what's bothering me. I just need to get back to my original idea at the beginning of the season is 10th place, better than last, which is what we had last season. I'm not Naga out. I am Naga, Naga why. <laughs> no, I'm I'm Naga why. Naga, <laughs> why? Why are we not starting our, our star striker? Why are we making a center back sub in, in the game when the, the center backs have no yellow cards and they've actually been doing pretty decent. Yeah. I didn't understand Ze that sub. The the Zeka sub, I understand. The Dorsey for Zeka, sure. I I I got that. You want you want more pace down the right. Zeka's gonna give it to you. He's more offensive down the right side. I got that. Steris for Parker, I guess because he's a better passer from out, out of the back, maybe. But I, I don't know if that's worth a sub. Especially when you leave someone like Pasher on the bench, who I know hasn't been like completely elect completely electric. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But he's he's still an offensive sub who at tired legs does some pretty decent things sometimes. Like and I know that the, the managers with these players more than we are. I get that. And they see things differently than we do. They see more things than we do. They know more than we do. Quote unquote, know more than we do. Um, hoping they know more than we do. But or it's just hoping. like <laughs> it. It's, 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 I'm confused. I'm confused sometimes. And I'm like, Naga, why? <laughs> um, and I just want to, I just want to know. I want to know why. Uh, yeah. I, what, what did, uh, what did you think about the um, starting lineup with, other than Sebas, did you have any other thoughts on the starting lineup? Did you want to see anything differently there? Honestly, you know, I think, I think Zek is the better starter, but I know that Dorsey's had some, some good shouts in the last like last game and before that. And I know this is the lineup that got us a victory away. So you think it can really kick us off at home. But I think 
I think the big question mark is why isn't Seves playing? I think everything else was fine. If you if you want to give Dorsey another go on on the right back spot instead of Zeka, fine. Uh, Parker or Starez, they're about the same player, so fine. I don't care which one of them starts really. Um, Vera, you know Hector can play in that position, but I am liking Hector moving forward. So maybe switch Vera and Sebis like we saw at the half. I would love to see that in the first half next yeah. next game. But yeah. but I think that's got to be the big question mark. It's not like Sevis has played poorly this season. Seven goals, your first season in the MLS, that's a pretty decent return. And But the last few games, it seems like Sebis flipped off the coach or something in practice and is getting repercussions for it. But it's but it's everyone suffering when you pun- when you punish Sebis. I feel like the whole the whole team, the fan base, everyone's suffering. And I want yeah. to see him and Hector Herrera start a game together. Yeah, we were so electric. Thirty five minutes, I feel like, of just lightning on the pitch. Everybody was playing. We we were getting Fafa over the top. We were getting Thor in the box. We were getting DQ making. So often we say creativity is the problem. That was not the problem tonight. We were figuring out ways to get shots off. And they were just not well taken. And how do you fix that? You put the finishers on the pitch. Or you hire someone to teach them how to finish. Because or you hire someone. I don't know if you saw my, my tweet at halftime, but it was, uh, you, you've said this before, you've harped on this before, but my tweet at halftime was, um, maybe, maybe the transfer we'd re- we need right now is a finishing coach. <laughs> That's that was my tweet. I did not see that. I'm gonna go like that right now because <laughs> I 100% agree. Also, did I did I misunderstand or did Glenn or um uh uh who's our other announcer? I'm, bl- I'm blanking right now. Um, Eddie Robinson. Yeah. Or did Eddie say that Steris became a grandfather recently? I saw you text that. I didn't did, hear that. But did they say I, father or grandfather? I could have swore they said grandfather, and I was like, "That is not what I want to hear right now about a player <laughs> on our field." I, I think you're right. <laughs> that's, uh, I tried to look it up to see if that's what I heard, but I couldn't find anything. Man, all right, Sinski, let's let's transition here to the good, the bad, and the ugly. I'm going to actually start and take the good. Um, the good is not actually going to be anything on the pitch. Um, just because that's how I'm feeling right now. The good is going to be our announcers. I think that Glenn Davis and uh, Eddie Robinson are some of the best like local announcers for the MLS. Like I when I them. when I watch other and yes, okay, obviously I'm a I'm a Houston fan, but when we watch other games and we listen to other announcers when it's away games, I feel like 75 percent of the time those guys suck. <laughs> but but our guys like they they know what they're talking about they know our team they know the other team they are smooth they bounce well off of each other i love their transitions everything that they do in their discussion i want to see on the pitch good transitions uh good passes to each other um playing well with each other setting each other up like they do everything i want to see on the pitch finish they even finish well they they do it all <laughs> And that's what I want to see more of on the pitch is all of the things that Glenn and Eddie are doing and the announcer booth. I want to see them do it out there. I love those guys. I'm glad that they're our announcers. So that's my good sense. I do. I I have to say, I love that. Eddie's a little bit of a Homer. Glenn goes a little bit 50, 50, you know, yeah, yeah. He's going to tell you what both teams are doing well, but Eddie's going to be a Homer and he's going to be like the dynamo doing this. Oh, that was like, I just love that. I love that about him. Yeah, Uh, that's for sure. So if you have the good, I guess that means I'm on the bad. Take the bad, sir. (laughs) 
it's got to be the uh, shots on target for me. I know we're not an analysis. Pod Don't say right the numbers. Now, Don't say the numbers. <laughs> you can't take the the shots, the number of shots that we took, and and give the keeper that kind of break all night where it's like he's not having to work to do anything on those shots. That's the bad for me. Is yeah, yeah. we took so many shots that the keeper didn't have to do anything for or worry about at all. Um, I think Coco took a shot from half court. <laughs> half, yeah, that was that was skied. Um, someone took a ball home. That's what that you know, was. Someone uh, someone got a ball to take <laughs> home in the top stands there. I just I didn't understand that. That had to have been out of frustration. But there was so much soccer to be played at that point, like in front of him, <laughs> like so much pitch still to move. And it's not like the keeper was super far off his line. I don't think, but. <laughs> That shot just, I feel like, epitomized what we were doing tonight. Just bad shots. And we worked so hard to get those shots. I felt like we were working hard all game just to take a bad shot at the end. The finishing is my bad. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll agree with that. All right, we're going to change it up a little. Since there's just two of us, we're each going to do an ugly. Make it even, <laughs> you know? Like we eat, So we each get we each get a two, two here. All right, my ugly for tonight is something that you've already harped on a little bit, so I hope I'm not stealing this from you, is Seba's not starting. I, I, again, going back to Naga, why I don't understand it. I think Seba's not starting is, isn't ugly. He's, he's a natural finisher. It took him a little bit of time to get, you know, revved up to, to the, uh, season and maybe warmed up to the league. Um, but with seven goals at this point and no one else really taking that spot, like I know that we love Thor and he's doing some things, but he's, he, Thor, I feel like, has to work a bit harder to get his goals. Like, and he's not na- the natural natural finisher that Sebas is. So Sebas yeah. not starting is is my ugly. And what Thor was looking so good on the wing. Why wouldn't we play Sebas in the middle and Thor on the wing? I don't get that. I just feel like Me. putting two goal scorers on the pitch and DQ on the pitch with them, you're going to get a goal. Yeah. <laughs> You've got the three of them out there. Someone's going to score. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Well, my ugly is going to be the number of no calls that the Houston Dynamo had this game. I felt like we were getting fouled left and right. And the the ref was just, I mean, I feel like he was just letting the boys play. But there were a lot of times where it's like, maybe we should have a free kick in the final third right now. And yeah. we don't have it. <laughs> yeah. You know, there was, one, there was one where Thor, it was like right on the end line. And their their defender came in and basically like didn't go for any of the ball and he wasn't necessarily shielding through it. <laughs> he wasn't like shielding between the ball and Thor either. He was kind of like uh you know shoulder to shoulder, but he basically just pushed Thor out all the way outside of the bot like outside of the field and kind of slammed and didn't go down. for the ball at all and didn't go for the ball at all. Like he didn't he didn't go for the ball at all. And I was like, how is that not a foul? Like I understand shoulder to shoulder when you're both going for the ball, but he didn't go for the ball at all. He just shouldered him out until he fell on the ground. I didn't get that. Yeah. Um, oh, I guess we could also say the slipping. <laughs> oh my gosh. There was the so, so much slipping. I don't know what I was don't going understand. on there. That was on both sides. So, I mean, I, we Ridiculous. definitely slipped more than Minnesota did, but they at least were slipping up too. I don't know what they put in the water at halftime, but man, was it oil that they were pouring on the pitch? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. They might have oiled the wrong side. That's probably what they were going to do. They were going to oil it and they oiled the wrong side. And when they got done, they were like, oh, fudge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. man. Big, 
big problem. This oh, so frustrating. Home game. You think we might like with that start that we had in that game? I was I was ready to rip my shirt off, and <laughs> and then that Fafa goal, the shirt stayed on because I just I didn't feel like we were gonna win it. Yeah, uh, I didn't think we were gonna tie it. Even I thought it was. It felt like a consolation goal. They gave it to us. Nobody really. Tried to make a move to defend. Great shot. Great finish by Fafa. I don't want to take anything away from him, but it kind of felt like a consolation goal. So I can't, couldn't even get super excited about that. But Wow. Well, you, you guys, Dynamo faithful out there, you know that if Sinski didn't take his shirt off for a Dynamo goal, something's not, something's not feeling right. So there you have it. All right. Thank you for joining Dyna Bros. Don't forget, we'll be bringing you post-game reactions with no analysis and all emotion all season long. Thanks for tuning in and stay faithful. Thank you for listening to the Dynamo Faithful Podcast. We are Chris Sinski, Manny Farcier, Christopher Scroggins, Jake Barry, Colin McGuire, Emmett Rumfield, and James Franklin. Dynamo Faithful is produced by Ian Gregory Graff with marketing and design from Zach Fellow. Dynabot is powered by predictions from 538 Club Soccer Predictions. Learn more at 538.com. Music provided by Alex Grohl on Pixabay. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at dynamo underscore faithful and send your questions to dynamofaithfulpod at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and stay faithful. Uh, yeah. That,